Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly Demilier. And today, our guest is Remy Casimir. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here. Ah, I'm so excited to have you on. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, Remy, <laughs> you might have heard on uh, her own podcast, How Come, or also, We Really Love Long Island. Long we really love fuck. island <laughs> we love long island too oh. but love island is a british reality show phenomenon that me yeah it's a have you seen love island i have i don't I so, just, so you just love long island you know what long island's great All you right. know what arguably you might have the best bagels i'll throw that out there that's fair i got some family out argument. there but uh we're excited to have remy on remy's great Love Remy. And we're going to get into an article today called, If You Don't Have Sexual Chemistry With Your Partner, Here Are Five Things Experts Say To Do. But before we do, Molly, how are you feeling? I'm hanging in there. It has been a week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Up top, uh, I had the flu very early this week. (laughs) It was rough. I woke up Sunday morning with almost 106 fever and texted the group chat in the apartment help <laughs> i need to go to urgent care Oy. and i can't walk down the stairs <laughs> yeah. wait how many are you guys in the apartment there's uh, four, four of us, of us. So wow <laughs> you're so good at managing personalities is my cat fucking <laughs> with your stuff i'm sorry oh, no she's good no, she loves she's backpacks good. uh so yeah erica got me down the stairs into the doctor and got me all set up with all my medicine and Aww. like kept a little regiment all week of <laughs> my fluid intake oh my god my medicine so like everyone get yourself a friend like erica no, thank you. And uh, or like a good I mom. Yeah, <laughs> she like contacted my parents, told them what was up. Oh. <laughs> well, it was something I didn't know. It was like so yeah. early when you hit me up. I was like, oh, I should probably tell them. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> like, um, here's what's up with Molly because you're trying to contact her. She's yeah. a little delusional. <laughs> she's very delusional. Kind of feels like she got hit by a truck. Um, <laughs> my dad kept calling me. He's like, Erica's gonna be such a good mom one day. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh yeah. shit! Really? Yeah. No, but the thing is, she already is. Yeah, I already am. <laughs> Also, a that great was mom proof without that, like, the kid. I'm, yeah. I'm good to adopt, baby. You know yeah. I want to adopt. Yes. And you're not my kid. And I fucking nailed it. <laughs> Do you know what? I think... <laughs> I'm too old to be adopted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll get one around your age. I'll get a 27-year-old. <laughs> just a friend. Just <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? No, I just think people who are like good parents like should adopt because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. look, there's a kid that's already there. Yep. Go be a good mom to that one. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to ruin your body again. Don't make again. another yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Pollution. Exactly. Come on, dog. Ah. We, don't need, we don't need more. If you're having a baby right now, you might be the problem. You don't care about <laughs> Earth. <laughs> That's a real way to go about Heart climate stance. change. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Reproduction. But we're glad Molly's uh, Sterilization. in-house got a Gatorade and we're uh, ready to go. Yeah. Go I think in. my favorite part of the whole experience was we did the flu test and Eric was like in the doctor's room with me and... Oh yes, like, this is crazy. Looked at me to explain it, and he was like, 
Now, this is a lot like a pregnancy test. <laughs> it's like what? Talking about it as a pregnancy test would like make it make more sense to yeah, me. Yeah, because a line comes up. It's like, because yeah. you're a dirty woman you've done this before <laughs> it was so weird and he was like it's like really hard to tell you know it's really really tricky like a pregnancy test and everyone got quiet and then erica just goes oh yeah those are a real bitch because <laughs> <laughs> it was uncomfortable man it was a weird thing no to say. now there's those ones that make it easy yeah you know that yeah. commercial where it's the couple on the floor and they're like looking at two lines and they're like what and yeah. then it's like now imagine it was with our test and they're like yay <laughs> that's basically what he said he was like because the line was very faint yeah, yeah. and he was like these are only 70 yeah, percent yeah, of the yeah. times accurate and i was like is that also a pregnancy test yeah. <laughs> but he just was like oh it's faintly there it basically is a yes and he was like you know like when you take a pregnancy test and we were like no no we don't know you know we don't know what it's like to see that faint line dog with pregnancy tests is that like if you think you need to take a pregnancy test just take twenty dollars and light it on fire the universe just wants you to spend twenty dollars and then really? you won't be pregnant you know like because that's how much the test is usually it's like 20 bucks and then you find out and you're not, and you could just light oh, it on fire. You're very chill about that. Literally on our way here, I told <laughs> Molly that like this is the first time I've had a partner consistently, and not and I'm where I'm just on birth control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, my mom listens. I'm sorry for that. No. <laughs> Woo, hello, <laughs> we have sex. Huh? I'm to take the pill every morning when I brush my teeth. <laughs> Full two minutes, but um, yeah, that I was like I, today. I just weirdly had some fear in me that was like. You should probably just take just like a reassurance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've never been one to gamble that. I'm usually like, no, you wear condoms, birth control is backup. Like, it's a mental thing. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you're like, eh, let's just, just in case. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'll wait two weeks or whatever. Right, right, right. I'm not late or anything. You know, it's not. Yeah, exactly. You know, just it's that mental. And then if I'm pregnant, let's just see how my boyfriend feels. (laughs) (laughs) How much does he love me? Yeah. Damn. Wait, can I bitch about this with doctors? Yeah. I get that it's like, you're a woman, and I guess there's always a chance you could be pregnant type thing. Of mm-hmm. like, It is infuriating, though. If like I went to City MD a couple yes. weeks ago. If I had a head cold, and I was yeah. like, it's not getting better. Mm-hmm. Like I might need something, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And they're like, you immediately arrive. They're like, pee in this cup. I'm like, that's not... I'm not here for anything close to that. <laughs> why do I? Why is it every time? Because they're like, because you might it, be pregnant. Because you wouldn't know. But there's like a lot of other symptoms that can like it's. Yeah, I and get it, it makes our little women brains all yeah. crazy and wrong. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what your symptoms are. Yeah, don't explain it to me. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just make me. You've feel got more pregnancy confused. brain, not the flu. Yeah, exactly. I just there's just something to you're like. Can someone just look at this other thing though? I get that if you're gonna give me a prescription, I gotta go take a pregnancy test. Yeah, but it's almost it's just like. I almost want to ask them, like, yo, how often does a woman take that? And you got to be like, BT Dubs, you're pregnant. And they're yeah. like, excuse me? Yeah. Like, I was like, not a fun. I wouldn't want to do that. I would no. be like, you can either pee in this cup and have me maybe tell you surprising news or sign this waiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, give Figure me the it out in about nine months. Um, so up top, a little background of yes. why she's perfect for this topic today. First of all, first guest we're having in a relationship for three years. How Woo! about that? Wow. Just in a relationship period, but in yeah. one longer than... I don't know. Molly and I have lived in the uh, apartment and not moved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Three years officially dating. Four years fucking. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Woo. this was a hookup first term relationship? Oh, my God. I chased him. <laughs> That's like a white whale. I stalked him. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I made him love me. That's a true shooter. He really shoot didn't that. want to. And now he does. Yeah. It's crazy. Damn. Was there like a weird, uh, not weird. Sorry. Oof. Was there just a, I don't know, any game plan? You know what's you just funny is we were talking about pregnancy. Uh, our like kind of aha moment 
he was okay. But he was kind of being a fuck boy or whatever. Mm, okay. But also he had just gotten out of relationship. Like he wasn't in the headspace. I was just obsessed and I was like going for him and just loving him. And he was giving me all the right signals. Like, I don't uh, like you. I'm just fucking you. Yeah. And then I got pregnant. And oh, for real? Yes. Okay. And uh, I didn't love his reaction to it. I didn't think it was like Ooh. sensitive enough. Um, and so I told my sister about it. And then... We went out for my sister's birthday and we were shwasted and I was like, oh, that bar that Ben hangs out at is like right next door. Do you want to go meet him? And she goes, do I? And Ooh, so shit. my okay. sister. Down ass bitch, by the way. Yeah. Down I'm like bitch. ready. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, every, I'll go to that bar yeah. right now. Yeah. My number one since day one, uh, she met him for the first time and was like, you need to treat my sister better. She is a queen. You need to, you know, like, Damn. you know, wow. yeah. basically just like. But didn't say anything about pregnancy. Yeah. She was like, the way that you responded about like this shit was so yeah. stupid and bad uh -huh. or whatever. And like, he was just like, oh, okay. Like, I'll treat her like a human. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like this like aha oh. moment that he was like, oh, she has feelings. And like. Yeah, and then he took really good care of me and has been a doll ever since. Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, when you broke the news, did you kind of, was it like chill aura? Were you like, decision already made, I know what I'm doing? It was not a chill aura, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I uh, he was filming a pilot the next day. I couldn't have told him at the worst a worse time. Yeah, well. Um, but is I, there a good time to crack <laughs> unwanted pregnancy news? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I knew I didn't want to do it via text. And yeah. so I had okay. to get him in person. And it was tough to get him in person at that time because he was such a fuck boy. Uh, and he like, yeah. he would be like, come over. Why? I'm sober. You know, like. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So then he was really great. And yeah. But in the moment, uh, the way that I brought it up was I was just like. Hey, because I had been saying it for like a month. I'd been kind of like joking it being like, I think we got pregnant in Atlantic City or whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. AC's also great. Sorry. <laughs> AC rules. Don't get pregnant there. Um, but like I, I didn't really respect my body at the time. Mm. Um, this is before I started the podcast and everything. And now I'm like totally woke and a totally different person. But um, I... I was just letting him do what, like whatever, uh, because I okay. just liked him so much. We've all been there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. anytime I'd be like, "Hey, we're kind of on birth control," I'd be like, "Whatever," you know, mm, like okay. what? Which is like, don't be me, girls and guys. Don't be the guy that yeah. like he has now. Like, I'm really sorry that I did that, and that like, you know, I would even try to jeopardize like you having to get pregnant for like a better nut you know that's well, nice that he mm -hmm. like said something yeah because yeah. it is partly them it's like i well, feel like i bet any guy if like if they want to not use cons they're be like wait bt dubs you on the pill yeah they like they were like something there's some goalie right yeah it's so weird because i feel like guys never ask and they like just <sighs> won't wear one well here's the thing they're I not wrong they, they're assuming women are typically more responsible than they are but yeah yeah there's just not as high of stakes yeah it's like well it's your then it's your decision right because it's yeah. your body your choice right true yeah um so i've known many women they're like i can't handle the pill and the iud also does put hormones to your body then yeah. there's i mean yeah i do not advocate for this but i do know people that essentially do the like pull and pray or well, like use we, an that, app tracker no, and that's I'm like, what we not were, for me but no. you know we were pulling out all the time yeah. except for an ac i remember i bought a thong on the boardwalk that said got condoms 
because I couldn't speak up for myself. Shut so I up. wanted him to like see it. <laughs> Oh, damn. But then we didn't got condoms, so we got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, hey. Yeah. (laughs) What a turn of events. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so when I told him, I could have cushioned the blow, honestly, because most of the time that we would hang out, it would be like drunk or like Mm. super high because like I smoke a ton of weed, so does he. I told him when I had nothing in the house, I had no weed, I had no cigarettes, I had nothing. And I was just like, yeah, so I think we got pregnant in AC and I was right. And he was like, whoa. Okay, so, uh, like, I guess, I think he said, I think, I guess we'll handle this like adults. Uh, what? And I don't know, like, it was, it was kind of as if, like, he already knew that I had decided, because I guess I told him. I guess I was like, I think we're, I, I know that we're pregnant and I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah, we'll handle this like adults. And yeah. like, but you hmm. need to get me some beer and cigarettes. Because this is really stressful for me. And I was like, <gasps> what? And that's the reason that my sister yelled so much. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's not going to go out and, and get cigarettes. you. Yeah. It's a weird, that's you a weird, like, uh, yeah. We got, well, because I wanted beer and cigarettes too. I was like, this is a fucking disaster. Let's kill this kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that's a, uh, it weirdly was like, would you just talk to me like I was your server? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Also, when it's New York, it's like, Dog, we can get anything delivered. You yeah. can Postmates that shit. Yeah, it and was. We can um, stay here. You could hold me, you piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold Damn, me. dog. I literally, that's what I wanted. I wanted like a hug. Yeah. And I wanted him to be like, hey, I'm sorry if this was a, even if you knew that what you wanted to do, like, I'm sorry if this was like emotional or if I did this to, you know, like, sorry for the sirens. I live in the oldest no, neighborhood because cool. no. I live in my grandma's house and people are dying around here constantly. <laughs> Okay, so that's the sirens. It's just ambulances picking people up, taking them to the hospital, maybe oh, not dude. returning them. Um, we do have men that listen to this podcast. It's yeah. almost like, listen, you might be in the scenario and, and you know, it's kind of like obviously we've all gotten news in general and maybe not reacted the best way just because it's like you kind of can't help it on some level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, this is almost one I think you can kind of almost visualize in your head of like, okay, like a stay calm. This is what you should say. Like, are you okay? Like. What yeah. do you want to yeah. do? Not even are you okay? How do you feel? Yes, 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 yes. How do you feel? Because yes. then you don't even have to say the, well, what are we going to do? True. The, the girl will tell you how she feels mm-hmm. or the person who has a vulva that you got pregnant will tell you how they feel. Uh-huh. You know, like they'll be like, um, yeah, I cried for an hour and then I was like, I'm 26. I can't have a baby. Um, I'm going to fix this. But yeah, I feel weird. And yeah, how do you feel? You know, right. and then it's like, well, I feel I'm going to support you and I'm going to come with you and I can't afford half that check. But no, yeah, you know, well, or whatever, you know. whatever the conversation is, like, how do you feel is just such a nice way to to respond to somebody who's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or also, I was going to say, after your sister yelled at him, mm. if he didn't kind of turn it around, would you have probably been like, I'm done with this? Oh, 100%. Right. So it is also a telling sign because I've had friends like that of like, they're dating someone, they get pregnant and then kind of how everything's handled, even with like kind of payment. Mm-hmm. of like a dude that doesn't say anything about chipping in mm-hmm. or paying and it's kind of like come on this is our well he didn't yeah. honestly um but i didn't expect it because he at the time i don't think i was f- i was a comic but i was still doing real estate like i was still yeah. doing well for myself like he was like not as you know comfortable and i knew i was going to go to a private doctor 
which was going to be more expensive and it was yeah. going to be more comfortable for me. But he came with me. He took care That's of me nice. the whole week leading up. Like he cooked for me and like, t- like did the things that he could. Well, I think even if you're someone maybe that doesn't have those means to do private yeah. doctor or whatnot, I think initially like my friend that the guy didn't pay, but it's like her first primary instincts. Like I, I just need support right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just and need somebody there. you don't think there. financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just want you to be there and go with me. Yeah. But that would be a big telling of like when I kind of played that scenario in my head, I, part of me was kind of like, would this dude take off work to go with me if yeah. I went to get an abortion? Yeah. And it's kind of like, if you didn't, I would be like, oh, you're trash. Right. Like yeah. you really didn't show up yeah. for me. Yeah. No, he woke up at 8 a.m. And it was like the first time he'd done that in like 10 years. <laughs> 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 and he came on the train with me and he morning. held my hand and Good. he fed me animal crackers after right. it was done it was great yeah i was gonna say the i like the how you feel but mm-hmm. uh my other friend that had a relationship she told him and she cause she told me right before she told him yeah she was like ah. i just walked to her text oh, like i'm pregnant and yeah i was just like I, I straight up was like what do you what do you need how can i be yeah. there for you yeah what you need me to do yeah type of thing yeah like i was like i mean i'm an intern this summer yeah uh, but i could venmo you 50 bucks yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you're like i got 50 to chip in or whatever like you're just you just want to be there for mm-hmm. them you feel so mm-hmm. bad and she like you know kind of was like all right i'm, I'm about to go tell them and then you know later that night called me and i was like how'd it go and she was like honestly it couldn't have gone better she so said nice. i just i told him i was like ah, i don't know how to say this but i'm pregnant mm-hmm. and he just immediately was like i think he said how'd you feel but he immediately was like whatever you want to do i fully support your decision that's like really he was sweet. just like that's sweet i'm here he goes i'm here yeah whatever you need i obviously would go i'll go with you whatever you want to do yeah but, now he didn't even say that because that implies like we're getting rid of this right like he right. just straight that's all he said <laughs> right. i remember her going he just went whatever you want to do i fully support you like, he wow. was like this is yeah. entirely i'm here yeah like, and it's like damn but weirdly even if you don't mean it just say no I'm just yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah just i think every dude moment. write that down and then fucking bail go to canada yeah no. but it's kind of that thing of if you're kind of like yeah we got to get rid of this it might have that other reaction where you're like wait don't tell me what to do mm-hmm. i can keep yeah. it if i want like mm-hmm. you don't know it's it's an emotional time for everybody yeah. mm-hmm. but for her it mainly made her be like it made me realize like i'm not marrying this guy something about that yeah and even though mm-hmm. he was the best and he treated her the best it was something that she was like I just, there was something in me being like, you're not going to have this man's children. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like sad, but it's not, that's not the reason they broke up. But it's weirdly but it this helps. telling like sign of yeah. like, yeah. what does your subconscious say? Yeah. Have you gotten that scenario with somebody? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. My, my dad has a good que- or question that he asks people. My dad is like a huge meddler in other people's lives. And if he's he, also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, dermatologist? Der- Jewish dermatologist. Yes. Right. Huge yeah, meddler. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And... One of his patients was marrying a woman that he did not approve of. And he said, he said, before you do this, let me ask you, would you let her babysit your kids uh, for a week without you? And he said, no. He said, well, then don't let her be the mother of your children. Woo. (laughs) That is a a brilliant question. question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, would you trust them a full week? You're not there. Rocking them, Joel. (laughs) <laughs> just breaking up couples man you know what i kind of feel like this is also an equivalent question for women yeah mm. because there's kind of this thing of like mm-hmm. not necessarily you don't trust them but for women i think it would be like look that kind of taking care of the kid stuff still falls more on you there's yeah. this pressure of society falls more on you to be like more the caregiver and there from them and, right and you if you're busy at work all the time late you're you're being oh, a bad mother so whereas stupid. men don't tend to have that so it's like more like so oh would you stupid. leave them a week of like do you feel like they'll be chipping in equally with children? Yeah. And it's like, Oof. there's, have you watched, um, that show explained 
on Netflix. Uh, a couple uh, episodes. There's an episode on the wage gap, and it's mostly, it's not even because of sexist bias. Like, yeah, we make less because people are sexist. Mm-mm. It's because people expect women to be the caregivers. And if there was more of a bias that, like, men got paternity leave, and there was maternity leave, and men were like made it wasn't like oh yeah he's taking the kids for the afternoon like as if that's like some exciting thing it's like yeah. no you're half the yeah like, what are you talking about yeah um and so yeah it's a great test for guys too because you leave them with the kid Ooh. or wow. even just you know also the basis of like have you ever played this scenario of uh do you ever feel like you might fall in love with someone and end up with someone but you wouldn't want to have kids with them because they wouldn't be a good dad uh, no. Because I think initially you go, you feel like I would never fall in love with someone that wouldn't be a good father. Right. But right. I need somebody to at least be a good dad to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounded both caring and yeah. sexual. I love you, daddy. No. Um, <laughs> I very much expect my boyfriend to parent me and I parent them back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially the like, like when you got sick with the flu. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's anytime you're sick. That yeah. is often a time when you will feel... I don't want to speak for you, Molly, but sometimes you kind of feel the most alone of that's when you kind of like, yeah. go, man, I do wish I had someone in my life uh-huh. that would take care of me mm-hmm. of when this happens. Because you're just at your weakest and there's nothing you do and it's also not your fault. I feel yeah. so lucky to like be in a secure, like, so we already fart in front of each other, which is amazing <laughs> because when I got sick this week, I'm coughing up, a like hacking up a lung, drooling, crying, like constantly farting by accident in front of him. Usually it's intentional and it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But farting by accident from coughing is the most embarrassing thing you <laughs> can do in front of yeah, somebody. True. And we did it with ease and it was beautiful. <laughs> that's love. That's and I think that's also like a par- like a like they can take care. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. Damn. Well, yeah. this might be a weird segue to yeah. bring up uh the point of one of your podcasts, which is why we we partly were very curious to have you on. Yes. And it goes with these uh you know, sexual chemistry with your partner mm-hmm. is Remy's How Come podcast. The whole premise was that you had never had an orgasm at mm-hmm. age 28. 28. Yeah. And that includes you giving yourself an orgasm, yes. masturbating. No orgasms, not for me. Because oh, wow. I'm like, man, I feel. <laughs> not for me. I feel for women of the like, no no man has given you one yet. And I feel like that's right. pretty common that's of till common. whatever age, yeah. 20s, or till maybe you're in an actual committed, yeah. s- consistent partner. That yeah. makes sense. But like, I didn't have that where it was like, oh, I figured out masturbating actually probably earlier than a lot of my friends. How? So I was like, probably like 16. Oh, wow. That's, that's really young. Yeah. But really? it was something See, that I was like, this shit's great. People got to know about this. <laughs> and then, but then you're still kind of like ashamed that I did that thing with right. friends kind of being like, so do you masturbate in high school? And they all would go. No. no. Yeah. They go do so you weird. and I just was like No. A couple people I did say no. I was like, We're not tight enough, I don't want to share this. Yeah, yeah. Uh but then a couple like I mean, even my best friend that mm-hmm. called me about the abortion thing, mm-hmm. I remember she said no and she's like, Do you? And I was like, Honestly, I do and she goes, Oh, me too, man. I just didn't want you to think I was weird. <laughs> and I was like, Yo, people gotta know. It's the best. Yeah. I was no, like, Man, I, you ever ugh. have trouble falling asleep? You just come on. <laughs> I wish there had been more conversation about it like with girls and stuff because there was always conversation about yeah guys masturbate all the time they need to they're gonna have boners they're gonna have blue balls they need to jack off it's so healthy for them and like "Eh, whatever and Mm -hmm. nothing and if it was like a girl who's masturbating it's like oh that's disgusting yeah so like yeah right like i always nickname it's like the being like someone come up i think maybe my friends try to come up with a better slang for it like they get jerking off what do we get Uh, diddlin but diddlin sounds dumb yeah yeah it's all dumb but I say jacking off now. Yeah. Um, for me. Quality, baby. Um, 
but there's there yeah needed to be more open conversations with girls about how it's so necessary for us too there yes. is a huge stress release there is that mm-hmm. thing of if you need to go to sleep you go to sleep i masturbated on a plane recently because <laughs> is that legal it's probably not i did, you did it in the bathroom i think i did it in the bathroom because oh, you're good baby yeah. you're good yeah nobody's um, in there it's kind of the mile high. Well, so let's it. think how many men have done it in there. Uh, so many. Come let's on. not think about yeah. it. Let's get that ratio <laughs> equal, ladies. Come get on, in that United plane Flight. It's six hours. I don't have a screen. <laughs> I didn't download the app. Uh, what am I going to do? Girl, you got it. Jack yeah. off in the bathroom. If anything, it's like, thank God. <laughs> Faith is like, thank God you're a woman, and you're like, I don't need to watch porn either. Yeah. Oh my God, no! I can just think of anything. I got my brain. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, what a far way you've come. You literally come. I yeah. come so much now. It's wild. This so, is great. Yeah, so, I wish I had an applause button. Yeah. <laughs> crowd's crowd's going wild. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the the podcast was a way because I'd always been a really horny kid I always had my hands down there but because of like society and shit I'd always be like oh this is kind of wrong like even mm. if it was like felt a little good I'd be like ah, this is wrong and then when I heard that uh women could masturbate I completely ignored the clit and I just looked at like pop culture with like penis yeah. and vagina and like yep. the he inserts and then everyone's coming and screaming or whatever yep so i'd be like okay so i guess i have to practice with my hole and i would stick like a hair hairbrush handle <laughs> up my crotch oh this, this is more than common with right? a lot of people or like they stick something up there a vibrating mach 3 comes out and you're like i've heard vibration is good i'm going to uh-huh. use that mm-hmm. razor and stick it in the hole which is not exciting for anyone mm-hmm. and then i thought of well in the you know narrative of all the rom-coms i'm seeing it seems that your sexual excitement comes from being with a guy Ooh. and maybe a guy mm-hmm. they like emily morse she's a a really popular sex podcaster oldest sex podcast ever um says that she thought this thing and i did too that guys got sent to a special sex school where they just learned all the moves and then we just like got them done to us and we were like okay yeah yeah like i'll let you try that that and that Mm -hmm. and yeah like eventually you'll figure it out can Um, i say this i think the first advice or like i think most women kind of sit there go yeah something they don't want to and then then next question number two is what do you do Mm -hmm. literally what do you do but then any people i would hear that would talk about it were men and they yeah. were like, yeah, you got to put some in there. Oh, you finger blast. Like, do you okay. finger blast yourself? Yeah. Sp- a guy asked me that in the hallway in yeah. school. <laughs> right. And, and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Or like, hey. Should I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like for some of you, that that might be what gets you off. Yeah. It might yeah. be. Right. Yeah. Like you have, you're someone to use a dildo instead of a vibrator or whatever it sure. is. Right. You're one of the very few lucky ones. <laughs> Can I tell you the stats? Do you know how few they are? That come like vaginally? From just penetration alone. Oh, isn't it like 1%? No, it's 8 to 25%. So it's not ah, one. <laughs> but I knew it was low. But this I knew it definitely <laughs> wasn't 90%. Yeah. No, th- this is the 1%. most interesting thing I've learned from the podcast. So you think of a vaginal orgasm as like, oh, it's because their vagina is magical or whatever. And a clitoral orgasm is because you're stimulating the clim- cl- clitoris on the mm-hmm. outside. Well, the clitoris is not just that little bump you see on the outside. It actually goes four inches back into your body and oh, straddles shit. the vaginal opening. So women or people with vulvas who are having vaginal orgasms, quote unquote, from penetration, it's because the legs of the clitoris are straddling or are gripping it tighter. So oh. it's actually rubbing against the clit 
through the vagina walls oh, and stimulating clit and it's still a clitoral orgasm they just have it closer to the vagina oh, okay yeah or it's like most likely as we've all experienced through having sex most likely that would happen before someone gave them a clitoral orgasm too so they might just also be sitting there being like i come from sex i don't know what everybody yeah. else well is yeah that's about. the other yeah. thing is if you warm it up from the outside then sometimes it can gorge in the inside and then yeah. from penetration it's like oh yeah we did it Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. but somebody else loosened the jar. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's like that's why, like, uh, you know, an article like this of being like, hey, a lot of times pe- we we tend to get in a little routine, mm-hmm. right? Of you're like, oh, this seems to work, mm-hmm. and not really switch stuff up. And it's like mm-hmm. that's kind of the beauty of having a partner is being able to be like, hey, we could try something new, or like, I don't know, this might work. This yeah. might have it get done. Almost like there's more optimism, <laughs> yeah, 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 or trying to be more optimistic, um, because you know. As the article says, it says uh, many couples start off with a high sexual chemistry and then it they lose it as time goes on. Really? Which makes sense of partly like the comfortability, the honeymoon phase kind of yeah. dying. Or like when people have children, it's like, oh, now you just have less time. That's personal. Well, how big is time. this time span that we're talking like for? It doesn't give a time span. But I was going to ask you, I don't know, off the yeah. top, do you have anything you would say is like a tip you felt you and your partner a way that kind of keeps... I don't know. Keeps it keeps spicy. it alive. You've been three years. That's that's longer than I've ever had like a consistent partner. Um, I've like, did you ever feel times you're like, oh, I feel like we're dipping a little, or we're just not connecting on some level. Yes. Uh, the times that we've dipped, it's been. I don't know that I'm having like less of a sex drive because I'm the one who's like super horny most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll usually be like an amendment that I need him to make that I'm like. This certain thing gave me an ick. Can you not do that? Because um, I don't want to feel an ick towards you. I love you. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, That's an interesting way to phrase it. I like that. And I mean, I didn't really say it, but like, can you just... And this would be, can I ask, a physical thing or like a... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's, that needs so to like be So like even about. as small as like kissing, if it's like, I don't really like to be kissed in this way, but I like it this way and like I need it a little longer for this and whatever, like... Do you like bring that up right in the moment? Because we were actually talking about this earlier no. of like when no. to address things. I can't bring things up in the moment still. I'm still really working on it. Okay. It's I don't think that's bad though. No, no it's I not I have a bad. theory of if, if it's going to be criticism, I'm like, I wouldn't bring it up right in bed right yeah, then. Yeah. I, I think right. it's nice to talk about different environment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're coming at them right then. And it also yeah. isn't this like, okay, so you're going to do this right now or not? Like, right. Right. Like we're in, Figure we're it in out. go time. So yeah. like adjust it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's no, a little. I like to give a lot of stuff like like I'll do it like in the afternoon or something and be like hey like last night when we did da 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 I really liked you do a compliment sandwich yeah but yeah, you got a right? compliment sandwich yeah. So yeah. Shit. I yeah, really yeah, yeah. liked how we had sex for eight minutes um however the sex was so fun that I wish it could have been for 10 minutes or you know like mm-hmm. as whatever as mundane as it could be mm. or like I've been really trying to like I really didn't want this to be one of the like uh, storylines of the podcast is Ben making me come himself because he didn't sign up for this podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a quest that I now have because I'm like, I can come from like a machine really easily now. Right. Um, and as a woman, it would be really nice to come from oral. It would yeah. make me feel really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it would make me feel like I could finally like take up the space to like let somebody do that to me for such a long time that it 
ends up happening because I think that was part of the problem is I'd always like swat him away. So I'm mm. I'm working on oral right now. And so like last week I said to him, I was like, hey, in the next two weeks, could you surprise me with some oral? <laughs> like I, I think I said it like h- cuter than that and like uh, hotter than the that. flowers baby you know but like basically just being like I think it would be really hot yeah right if, you gotta like, put in hot terms yeah I think you know, it would really be really on? exciting if, if you could like eat me out and do it from the side and like have your fingers in me at the same time and kiss my thighs and Damn, okay. you know and like say th- all of that in a completely non-sexual setting with a time frame like two weeks so it's not like too much pressure that's like tonight yeah because you know or it's not like like even a week is like seven days you know (laughs) yeah seven days but if you if you give them two weeks he'll do it in three days hey what was ben's reaction when you started the podcast because like you said like he didn't really very sign up for it yeah yeah no um because he knew i wanted i wanted to start a podcast for a while and i was like oh i want to do something universal mm-hmm. and so my initial podcast idea was death what's your favorite way <laughs> and he, he, he was like you know how we all think about it all the time <laughs> yeah and he was oh, like oh maybe noodle on that longer and, and <laughs> somebody something else will come along and then I had been having all these conversations with female comics because um, I, I was like two years into or maybe three years into stand up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the comics that like we saw on TV weren't really talking about masturbating and stuff. Yet. Yeah, not really. But or it was like ones, considered not TV clean enough even for like Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah. Um, and so then the ones that like we were friends with and like we're coming up with, we're talking about that way more. Mm. And I remember one night I saw Esther Steinberg and she told some joke about having like multiple orgasms. And I pulled her aside after and I was like, hey, that joke about the multiple orgasms. Is that, that, that true? Move, and she yeah. was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've had an orgasm. And she was like, okay, uh, you need to practice doing that. And then yeah. I would collect all these things that people were telling me to practice how to do it, but then I, I wouldn't. And so then I was like, you know what would keep me accountable is a podcast. True. <laughs> and true. Ben was true. like, honestly, it's a better idea than the death thing. Yeah, okay. So he was okay. stoked. So he backed you, good man, Button. Nice. Yeah. Good man. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say that was partly, not to get off track, but just a little bit of like, that was partly the friction of like my parents of doing a podcast. That's like, look, I have herpes. Obviously sexual things are going to get talked about because yeah. the main issue mm-hmm. with it is that, you know, people don't accept it. And you, you hit that bump in a relationship of like, even just hooking up of like, the bump's not always there. It just well, like flares you know, sometimes. I meant to, <laughs> that's a little bump, but it's, uh, it's yeah. like, look, the main issue around it is when you hit the sex part. Yeah. So it's like sex will be talked about. Yeah. And it's something that to them or their world or also just their generation, they don't come from this super openness, even though it's like, I and see all people your age on Facebook for years. Now. Hmm. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, but you don't understand. It's like, yeah, being in New York alone, New York is like, you're on the subway and you're hearing a real personal conversation next to you and you just kind of get used to it. <laughs> but same of comedy, especially, it's like, comedians talk about everything. Everything. And it makes you kind of not have a filter in a way yeah. that it's something that's like, you're, they're never going to understand that. But yeah. it, the part of it's like, 
man, I feel lucky that there's been, you know, similar things yeah. like you, you experience, but you're like, Hey, is that true? Does that really work? And like the fact that there's people being open mm-hmm. and saying something to you is great. Mm-hmm. Like when I first got herpes, I immediately knew like three comedians that have jokes about it. Me too. That I felt like I, I mean, I don't have herpes, them. but I know all the comics that do. Yes. Because of the jokes. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. And I was like, I immediately have someone that I could talk to that I know has been in my exact mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And even though you weren't friends on some level, there's a level of comfort in that. And it's like, I feel more normal, like because other people are talking about it. Like my best friends, there was a girl who told me that starting the podcast was a dumb idea. She was one of my best friends. We are not Damn. friends anymore. Oh, she also owned the sex toy that ended up making it work for me and what? never told me about it. Oh, come on. What? Because, and I think she thought it was like dirty and she didn't want to like Made not be like yeah. the perfect girl. And like, mm. that's not what society ladies do, Damn. you know, but it's like, it's girls, like not a you good need recipe. to talk to each other and sh- yeah, fucking yeah. share and help out so that like you don't end up like broken twenty eight year old me. Yeah, <laughs> or the fact that it was like I had a, a best friend lie and say she didn't masturbate. And yeah, it, it wasn't the thing of you're withholding information. Mm-hmm. I totally understood because I even was intimidated for a while to ever ask yeah. women, yeah. "Hey, do you?" Yeah. yeah, or even more so, "How do you do it?" If mm-hmm. they do and you don't, and you go, "What do you do?" And you yeah. might be like, "Do you shove something out there?" They might be like, "God no." yeah but most people just don't know and then they feel uncomfortable physically with their own selves when they're in private and it's just you in a bed trying to figure out your ways yeah and it's like damn that's just like a hurdle in itself for oh my god i was just rooting around in my vagina fucking (laughs) spelunking (laughs) being like where is it like old change purse getting in there (laughs) ah damn but um i like i like the advice of basically i mean that's mine i don't know what would you say molly if you had to talk to a partner about like hey are Um, we good or like Oh, Jesus. So I've actually avoided the conversation. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, if I were to go back to that relationship, I would definitely try and have the conversation. But I think my thing was really struggling. Like we both knew it wasn't working, mm-hmm. but everything outside the bedroom was so, so good. So like, mm. I actually don't even know how I would approach it of just being so afraid to lose what we had outside of the bedroom by kind of bringing up like this elephant in the room. Was it a issue of, because this is something that I've experienced where there's kind of this period of like, okay, it's not that there is no sexual chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. It's good, but it's not that level of great. No, there just like really wasn't sexual chemistry. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's even tougher. But there was just like chemistry on every other level. So it was like, oh, oh are we just really good oh, friends? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. But are <sighs> you still friends? No. Aww. No. Oh no. Aww. So I think Sorry. it just like Sorry dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry dude. Yeah. Can't have Oops. that energy in my life. <laughs> yeah. That not sexual can't no, There is a thing though in this book that's sitting on my table, she comes first, where it talks about um uh instant like arousal and then extended arousal and mm. over a long relationship like the instant is like in the beginning when you see each other and you're like boy, you know, yeah, like yeah, boners yeah. immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like as a relationship progresses, it's like kind of like a more slow like boy, mm-hmm. you know, and people get like like they think that that means that the relationship isn't hot anymore right mm. right like honeymoon phase dying but that's not true like true. it's still an attraction it just is a slower build mm-hmm. and you just have to put more effort into like if it doesn't start itself start it yourself yeah yeah you know use lube do a lot of foreplay yeah make yeah. out for hours yeah Ugh, I love making out. but that's often why a lot of things end around that three month 
yeah period is because mm-hmm. the honeymoon thing dies yeah and then it almost like gets kind of real mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's like oh this is now work or like oh it's not always the fun giggly times like we were just having or mm-hmm. you know whatever it is but um i mean the thing about you even saying like specifically you said you know to come from oral from your yeah. partner right there's something to i'm a believer of like not a believer but there's something to i've had to explain to a man before like it's not that i didn't come you didn't make me come and they were like what is the difference i'm like big difference mm-hmm. what is the difference like well it was something of, oh, i was kind of blunt i was like i don't know how blunt you want me to like, be because we were over and he was like what and i was just like i made myself come yeah you were just there you were just there you're just in the room yes. dog and it's like and he couldn't but he was too nervous to ever ask a partner that he was like you're the first one i even yeah asked after the fact of like i was always so nervous of like is it good duh, duh, duh. like it's not a good sign you know, or it's like kind of the <laughs> thing of when it's like did you come it's like you gotta ask that question it's probably a no you know right but like because the one time where i did he was like did you come i'm like what are you not in the room yeah like yeah where, where are you at dog yeah <laughs> like, you, you hear noise what's going on you know yeah. what i mean like can't you tell physically like my body changes that's you know? yeah. like where we're at is like i mostly will just do it and but i don't mind it right i'll be right, like right. i'll be like hey can you make out with me and hug me while i use this air pulse arouser which by the way you guys if you don't have these toys <laughs> holy shit it's like a small blow job for your clit <laughs> oh, it is it. amazing yeah what's your go-to um i like the cheaper ones of these um okay. plus one makes an air pulse arouser satisfier makes one um girl's best friend from sweet vibrations is a great one um and the other end of it vibrates so you can like insert it see here's Um, the thing though this is even also with if you do toys with your partner Mm -hmm. and if you the man kind of picks it out Mm -hmm. there's also this thing of like you want a really big one right to put it in there there's still kind of this thing of like but it vibrates so that will make it come and it's like yo the first vibrator i ever got was bought to me by a friend i swear it was like 20 Mm dollars it was some like little Little tiny looks like a pill Mm -hmm. right and uh, shout out to iris (laughs) 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 uh, like she got it for a couple of us as like christmas or whatever but it's like I remember being like, that show is so powerful and it's just for your clit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's also this thing of like, you need to know that too, even as a woman toy shopping. I'm like, no, this is just for clit action. Yeah. Like, don't be shy. Research a little or ask a store yeah. person. You don't got to mm-hmm. come back to that store again. And ask yeah. one time you least. should try out different toys too, because like some people might be vibration people. Some people might be the exactly. air yeah, suction yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Some people just like to hump a corner of a, like a velvety <laughs> couch. Yeah. Everyone's you different. know, like everyone is so different and like, I think Some people are, uh, I think a lot of young peop- women end up mastering first time using like a uh, removable shower head. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like Hot yeah. tubs. Mm-hmm. That kind um, of Those are hard to recreate but it's just in life. <laughs> but um, yeah, like but, uh, everyone's very different and you just have to figure out like you and then you can teach your boy how to, or girl, how to right. do it. <laughs> yeah, because it's, uh, there is something of, I, uh, the very first person that was like, I was having sex with post having herpes Mm -hmm. and it was part of me was just so like relieved and like it was losing my fear of the fear of giving it to someone. Mm -hmm. And it really was valuable of like, Oh, this, I did need this at some point of someone to like be accepting. He never went down on me though. Okay. But he would get me off like hand wise. And it was something like first great, blah, blah, blah. But then it was like the longer we were together, all of a sudden I started to kind of hit this thing of like, I'm not really feeling connected to this person. Mm -hmm. It was something of like, it made me realize like, oh, I do need someone to go down in a relationship. Doesn't have to be all the time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be every time. Mm-hmm. Like, or same thing of like, uh, um, like the last update I gave about the guy I'm currently seeing was we started having sex. The going down hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So fun uh, milestone of me. I have finally had someone that knew I had herpes go down with me. Wow. Very exciting. And, you know, but there was something of like, basically the first, you know, handful of times we're having sex and stuff. 
and it wasn't that I'm not coming, but it's like I'm essentially touching myself yes. during sex. Yes. And I do come and it's great. And it's and I like you and I'm in. I'm like you where you're like, everything's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's great. I'm so into this. But then it was like, is this part enough though? Would I sign up for, hey, the only way you're going to come in this relationship is you touching yourself while you're having sex with this man. Mm-hmm. And I've learned from the past experience with that other guy. It was like, no. Yeah. I know yeah. I'm going to hit a point at some point to be like, I can't let this get into our routine. I can't let this be like, oh, this is just how she comes. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's where I think I'm at is like, I had my first orgasm. I was like so excited. I'm just coming, masturbating all the time, doing it next Mm -hmm. to him. If he doesn't want to have sex, let him hug me, whatever. And now I'm like, okay, we've done show and tell a lot. Like you've seen me use this thing. Now I think we can, we can grow. Mm -hmm. And I was like happy with the plateau for a while. And now I'm like, I think we can ramp it up. Well, you know what's interesting, too, is, like, there's actually people that have been together a long time would be absolutely terrified to, like, masturbate in front of their partner. Yeah, I know. Or even yeah. the, like, we aren't having sex and I touch myself a little bit while I'm on top or, wh- like, whatever the scenario I be. Know. And mm-hmm. it's kind of it's like you almost went backwards of, like, you went super comfortable. Yeah. Of, like, that's, honestly, to me, that would be the most vulnerable. Yeah, It's, like, really? me fully masturbating, you are watching me. Yeah. Oh I God. don't yeah. think I've ever done that with a person. Oh, my God. Kind it's of one thing. of my favorite things because I'll literally, he'll be like, like sleeping or whatever and I'll be like (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like sleeping and I'll be like wake up I want to have sex with you and I'll be like no I'm not in the mood for sex right now and I'll be like all right well I'm gonna sit next to you and I'm gonna jack Mm. off now and he's like (laughs) okay and then I put I I cover myself but the light there's a little light from my thing so he can (laughs) see it underneath oh that's fun and he can see my face changing and stuff and everything yeah yeah yeah. he can hear it happening and it's and it's hot and then eventually the sleeping boy is not sleeping anymore and he joins in and it's a good time it's like if you start a movie that's really uh really grabs you he's like all right i'm up it's like now i'm going to bed i'm too tired for a movie all right i can do this yeah (laughs) oh remember the titans you know i always got to watch this babe yeah (laughs) that's mine that's my porn remember the titans it's a great film she's like i love to remember them often no i just in bed yeah come on it's great soundtrack it's got everything it is a top five movies for me all right yeah all right all right let's get into these uh five uh top five things um so number one that this article gives us oh which by the way this piece is by suzanne weiss or Weiss. Ah, not sure. She's Weiss on or Weiss. Come. Oh, oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, well, now it's even, now this is even more credible. Comes yeah. full circle. Someone you've <laughs> She's on the boobies episode. It's a great episode. Full circle. Yeah. All right. Um, so we'll just go through these bullets real here. Uh, all right. Number one, it says, ask your partner what they think of your sex life. Mm-hmm. Which I think, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people maybe in general don't do, but uh, like I did that not too long ago of with Eggs Benedict. I've just, we were on the phone and I was like, oh, you know, I had a thought the other day. I feel like I haven't asked you maybe ever or just in a while of like how's the sex for you is there something is there anything missing mm-hmm. do you think this is good like mm-hmm. well, like i was like it's good for me but i'm not offended at all if you're like oh you know i really want to do this mm-hmm. but blah 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 i don't think i've ever asked a partner that yeah what Here's do you, like, how do you feel it's that uh, same question how do you feel yeah. do you feel about our sex life yeah but, i think uh, it's a good check-in wait this list remind me again this is how to spice it up again <clears throat> it is uh if you don't have sexual chemistry with your partner Mm-hmm. Here are five things experts say to do. Okay, great. So it's partly initial chemistry with them okay, or great. chemistry kind of dies yeah. or yes. you feel like it's routine. Great. Kind of like how to open the door yeah. to the bigger exactly. conversation. Okay. Right. Um, number two is kind of repeating number one. It says ask about their needs. 
Yes. Once you better understand where your partner is coming from, you can ask them what might improve your sex life for them. Mm-hmm. This takes the pressure off them mm-hmm. and reduces the chances that they'll get defensive because you're not only making it about you. Yes. I like this because like in my situation where I felt like it was bad, the reason I didn't want to have the conversation was because like the only way I could think to phrase it was like, I'm really unhappy. And I was like, that's, Ooh. but that's like not the way to do it. Oh. Right. Whereas like, but say, I feel like, you what on do that. you need? But imagine you if that. you asked him, how are you feeling? He'd go, I'm really unhappy. And you go, oh my God, me too. Here, yeah. Now we can talk about this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause there is, you know, you like to think most men are good guys and they're kind of sitting there being like, yeah, w- you know, I'm a little like, uh, she hasn't come yet. Yeah. I've had guy friends say that to yeah. me and they're dating someone. And they're like, oh, I'm kind of getting, I'm anxious. I, I don't think she's had an orgasm yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you talking to her about this? And they're like, not yet. I'm like, well, <laughs> talk to her. Bring it up. I was like, no <laughs> yeah. one's going to be offended. We're yeah. like, hey, I care about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, fuck you. I yeah. want you to be having fun, dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, number three, acknowledge the positive. Compliment sandwich. Yeah. Like you said. Uh, real quick, it says, uh, receiving feedback is never easy, especially in the bedroom. One way it, to cushion any comp- comments that may come off as critical is to start off by talking about what's going on right. Even if there are areas where your sex life is lacking, appreciate what is actually succeeding and it will help you enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I agree with that. Especially, uh, you know, I feel like in general, you know, this goes for heterosexual or, you know, uh, same-sex couples is it, you got to just put yourself in that person's shoes. If you're like, if someone came at me, even if I knew mm-hmm. it, even if I was like, oh, I feel like I'm not nailing mm-hmm. it and blah, blah, blah. And if it kind of was like, yo, what the fuck? Kind of like that vibe. Or like you said, just like, I'm unhappy. It's like, that's a whammy. And it's somebody. so yeah. easy to go there. Like, I feel like I did that mm. with my only other boyfriend. And, it, and I, him and I had kind of like worked on doing it too, but I'd always get mad at him. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you're Ooh. not doing it right. And like, nobody wants to stick around for that. Yeah. No, no not at all. That's not fun. Mm-mm. And sex is just like such an intimate and like personal thing. And it's so easy to throw people off. Like mm-hmm. you were saying earlier that you were thrown off in high school. Someone asked if you like finger banged mm-hmm. yourself. Like it's so <laughs> easy just to like put someone in a weird space with it that you don't want to say something that's just going to like, yeah, totally throw them off course. Yeah. True. Yeah. The other part it says is saying, uh, Pick a time when they are not busy or distracted and they have your full attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and open up the conversation using I statements and show appreciation for your, what your partner does well. Because mm-hmm. it's also like kind of a turn on if you're complimenting someone yeah. about their sex stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's I think that's actually how I started the conversation before I was like, oh, by the way, is there anything like missing? I think I might have said something of like, oh, yeah, last time we were together was great. Like yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. one of the best ones, you know. <laughs> Eve, do you think it could work maybe like in your situation before that like you could compliment something not about sex and it would still work? Like it would be like I love your brain so much. I love how, <laughs> I love how much we get along. Uh honestly, I, I don't think a man would really appreciate that compliment. And then you're going to criticize his Yeah, I think a male ego would see through that. I could see being like giving him a physical compliment about physical appearance. Okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think you're so hot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I get turned on just like yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. you. Or especially like yeah. they like are changing or something in front of you. Yeah. And just like, ooh. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I'm Cat so call. fucking horny all the time. When <laughs> when he's naked, I'm like, boy, swing that dong over here. <laughs> and you're at like, that uh, peaking age, right? <laughs> what? Are you at the quote like peaking age, would you say? Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> when, that's when your body's like, we got a baby or what? Yeah. Like, oh oh my God. Give me a baby. Ugh, all the babies on TikTok are so cute. Too. I have a, not to sidetrack from this article, I have a theory about peaking, though. Mm-hmm. You've done probably more research on this specifically, maybe, than me, but. Uh, I have not done any research on all this. All right. Beautiful. We're yeah. both experts. Then. Yeah. Um, 
we have this theory of like, oh, sexually peaking your body wants you to have a baby. And I do think there is some truth to that. But I'm like, I think it's more, that's around the age that women finally start having good sex. Exactly. And when you're having good sex, yeah. you want it all the exactly. time. Yeah. You're like, yeah, of course I'm down. Like, yes. It's not this like, uh, you know, no longer the whole like, oh, boys got to like, you know, yes. kind of chip away at you to get you to finally agree to let him have sex. And it's kind of all for him. And it's like, no, once you have good sex with a partner, I'm like, fucking come over any you're night. Yeah. Also yeah. at the <laughs> age where like, you have your own job. You have your own apartment. Yep. You're getting mm-hmm. to know yourself finally. Like even if you are a late bloomer like me, like you you're an adult. And then mm-hmm. once you know yourself, you can you can. This sounds so corny. I hate it every time I say it. But I have made love to myself so many times. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> like since doing and like fucking like kissed my own shoulder and been like you dirty bitch. <laughs> like. <laughs> You made love to yourself and literally and, and called myself a slut. How do you even reach there? Yeah, kiss oh. your own shoulder, baby. Props yeah. to you. That's opening up on a whole new level. <laughs> that is, that, you are truly maybe the most most open person I know. The most horny. It's beautiful. I'm open. not. I'm not making funny by any means. I'm like, psycho. I'm like, damn. I never even <laughs> thought to like do that. I no. didn't until I went to one of my assignments on the podcast was go to a female masturbation class and learn actual techniques in a room with other people. Oh shit. Oh, wow. And Lola Jean, who is a dom and she's goddess. She's amazing. She was like, touch your own butt, touch your boobs. Like, Ooh, yeah. like give yourself permission to touch yourself. And I was like, I can touch other parts of my body, mm. you know, like, and also things that I learned, like I can ask for tickling. Even though that's not necessarily a not like tickling, like like um, little scratches yeah. and stuff. That's not like a quote unquote sexy thing. Mm-hmm. Like there are yeah. things that turn us on that might not be textbook. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the, the especially the tickling specifically that goes with we took a blowjob class and before they even actually got to like anything touching a penis mm-hmm. or you actually going down, it was all about relaxation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all about relaxing the muscles, rela- like getting in that relaxed mode. Mm-hmm. Basically, just as a turn on. Yeah, and yeah. Then it makes it like even easier to orgasm yeah. for everybody. Well, yeah. gets the blood flow going too. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. For sure. So that's like that tickling things like getting blood flow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's nothing like a good like you know you ever do that little scalp thing you put on your oh. head. Oh, Some, yeah. Yo, I mean that's a that's a bachelor movie. You ever go to you ever go to a guy's <laughs> place you see it's like right near the bed. You're like yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you just do a little quick like oh you ever use one of these? You like just do it two <laughs> seconds and you're like you you're on end. You know. You're like you, let's go. You'd be like hey you want me to give you a head massage while you give me head. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we're both fault. working and we're having a good <laughs> yeah. time. Hell yeah! I got these nails for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I uh, all right. We got we got two more of this article. Uh, number four is state your needs. So this yeah. goes with what we've been talking about the whole time. Of you got to know what your needs are. Yeah. Right? So once it's kind of like let's talk about you. Let's open up the door. Um, it says uh, use your con- use constructive language that presents opportunities for understanding. If your partner takes that personally or comes defensive, there might be something further to explore with a therapist. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say you have to go to a therapist, yeah, but there might be extreme. a deeper, or for a lot of guys, like uh, mm-hmm. I've had fr- uh, one of my really good herpes friends, she had an issue with um, the guy she was seeing of him getting hard and staying hard. Mm-hmm. And with herpes, you're like, it's me. You're like, it's yeah. this herpes mm-hmm. fear, right? And, but he was like, it's not. This has happened with past partners. It's not. Mm-hmm. And eventually it was like, oh, turns out this is anxiety. And mm-hmm. if you just took a little bit of anxiety medication, suddenly this isn't a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, 
all right, it wasn't me, but it comes from like them communicating. I know a lot yeah. of people think therapy is like such a crazy resort when it comes to sex stuff, but it's really not. It was my one of so I did six assignments before I actually came, and number four was check in with doctors and so physically I had to make sure I was like, okay. Okay. And working, but also mentally I was curious because a lot of people were like, oh, maybe you're psychologically like really like wrapped up and like you've got like some really dark shit that like you hmm. haven't, like maybe you were abused or maybe you like, like Ooh. kids or something that you're Which suppressing. Which that's not easy to hear by the way. Right. That <laughs> you're like, like, you got some dark shit. You're like, oh I'm wait, right. <laughs> I'm not coming because I'm like crazy potentially. Yeah. And then I went to my therapist and I spilled out all of my fears of what I could potentially be. And then and she goes, no, you're normal. These are all normal things. Yeah. And then once that's alleviated too, like you're not in your head being like, I'm crazy. Something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I'm broken. And it's like, I'm fine. I can actually just sit back and enjoy the journey now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think therapy is really helpful. You can even go for two sessions sometimes. And, True. It, and it could be like, oh, you know what? That was something that I, I wasn't thinking about. And I, I can remove that from my brain now. Or, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of times couples therapy is basically your one-on-one -on -one with the therapist being so honest and mm -hmm. saying basically the most brutal things you could say. Mm -hmm. Like, say it's like, I hate your mother, right? And it's like, no one wants to hear that. Mm -hmm. But it basically makes you, you go one-on-one, -on -one, both of you, and then they put you in a room and they're like, you tell them what you told me. I did oh, a couples shit. therapy oh, session with my sister. Really? Woo! I would never even think to do that. Yeah, because we were having... <laughs> I might. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> For people that maybe haven't listened, if this is your first episode, or uh, you probably don't know, of uh, Molly's background on this podcast is having a sister that no longer communicates with the family uh, and was her best yeah. friend. So that's, uh, ooh. You know what? We had a, I have an older brother who wasn't talking to the family, and he's come back now. Mm -hmm. So it can There's it just hope. happen this year. Oh, really? Yeah. There's hope. Yeah. yeah. Once she hears you talking about coming on this podcast, Molly, she's going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she needs help. <laughs> Yo, what if? She's just really What if, up. really? That's what she's, yeah. Yeah. Something's going on. <laughs> and then eventually she's like, you know what? Now that our sex life has improved, thanks to our, your episode with Remy Cassidy, yeah. <laughs> we really turned it around and I'm coming home for Christmas, baby. I'm coming home and I'm squirting uh, all the way. Yeah, I'm coming home every night now. So... <laughs> I'm a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, man. We might get a cease and desist letter for uh, that or yeah. whatever they're called. All right. Uh, sorry. So, <laughs> so I'm very no, Yeah. So uh, we were having a, a difficult patch in our sisterhood. And my sister is my favorite person, as I have stated. And sh I'm hers. And we were like, we need to fix this rift between us. Ooh. All right. Um, so did we, you know it was a specific thing? Or you just oh, felt... Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, we were had okay. we were having a fight over a specific thing for a while, and uh, you know, sister jealousy, both jealous of each other for indescribable reasons, but like both not really listening to each other's pain or seeing it as valid, because uh, we were like kind of stuck in our own shit. Yeah. But we went to um, her therapist, who's licensed in couples counseling, and we did a couples counseling exercise, which was so fucking great because. She would, oh, it's really long-winded, but basically right. it would be like, um, Remy, describe your perfect relationship with Charlotte. Mm, and gotcha. Charlotte, you're just listening and then mirroring at the end. And I would say, I would love if I could just stop by Charlotte's house whenever I want and we could play video games for hours. And then we go to dinner and then maybe she comes to one of my shows and we, know whatever. And, uh... 
yeah, that's it. And then Which she'd is say, so simple. say, Charlotte, how would you, what did, what did you just hear Remy say? She'd like to be able to come over my house and play Mario Kart. And then uh, she'd go, okay, say, did I get that? And then Charlotte said, did I get that? And I say, well, no. I said, I wish I could stop by whenever I want and that we could hang out for the afternoon and like do this and whatever. Yeah. And then she'd go, okay. Uh, it was to spend then, time with you. And then yeah. she has to resp- respond, exa- or repeat exactly what I've said. Ooh, sure. And then, so did I get that? I say, yes. And then the therapist said, now ask her, is there more? And she go, is there more? And I say, yeah. I'd really like it if I could meet your boyfriend or whatever it was. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically it was like a listening exercise where you really mm. had to take time to like not even think about where you were coming from. It was where is that person coming from and repeat it back and, and see if you could really get it. And then, yeah, we got to the middle and it was really nice. Did it help? Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm, we're okay. way better sisters now. Good. Good. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I think it's it's that coincides with um, just speaking up about what you want in general. Like we yeah. obviously this whole episode we've focused on like you know sexually yeah. with your partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's something of like uh, I've never said this to a guy I'm seeing right now, but like I'm a card person and I've given him like two cards, but it's something of like I didn't you do that to be like, and then I want a card person. back, right? Mm-hmm. But like we exchanged Christmas gifts and yeah. like, I got you a Christmas card. He didn't get me a card, mm-hmm. and there was something of like I didn't give you a card to get one in return, but it's something more of like. You saying that made me be like, oh, that's something easily to be like, just a heads up, like, honestly, like the best part of a gift to me is the card. Yeah. And like, I would love it if you gave me a card so next time you give me something. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. if you gave me one randomly or whatever. And to me, I'm like, hey, cheaper than flowers. I'd pr- much prefer yeah. a card that it doesn't even have, you don't have to write me a paragraph. But you it's could, just like, it's nice. It's more yeah. thoughtful. Hey, it's, can uh, I tell I you something you. weird about me? Yeah. So I would really like a card. Yeah. Even... Like, yeah, the next time you're going to get me a gift, just get me a card. Right. But it's like, yeah. I just come from a card family. Yeah. I'm a, I'm yeah. A, someone yeah. does something nice for you. You send them a thank you card. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. you same with you. When you go to someone's house, bring something. It's like, there's certain things ingrained in you that's like, it definitely comes from where I stem from. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of how my family shows love is like, you know, you give someone a card on their birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, I don't, like I get my parents a gift, but it's never like a big enough gift. It's never going to wow them. Yeah. Or not wow them, but uh touch them as much as it's just like man it's so nice to get a card or you yeah know, you and your brother wrote your mom a nice letter yeah for christmas which is like that's just so sweet yeah, yeah. and you nice. can keep those easier too yeah true the gifts get given space. away the Very cards you stack in a memorabilia box which i did <laughs> with your card from christmas thank you guys i oh, love yes. shooters gotta shoot of course um and yeah i have a card i wrote my grandmother that's over there so sweet, uh, that i found and i wrote it when i was like 13 right yeah. it's like trophies man those are adult cards are adult trophies yeah, yeah. i'm just saying that right now <laughs> um all right we have i feel bad you got a show to get to and stuff i don't care <laughs> <laughs> yo honestly this is one of the best episodes we've had so far. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, so yo, for so sure fun. you made it this far in the episode, which you absolutely should, because this—I mean, it's I've been like—I'm like, just keep talking. Yeah, I, mean, I love keep talking. Going. I'm like, fuck this article, <laughs> keep talking. Uh, but definitely, uh, throw us up on your story. Give Remy a shout and follow yeah. Remy at Remy Casimir. Yes, mm-hmm. that's me. Um, do you want to spell the last name? Uh, yeah, I'll spell the whole thing. Oh yeah, Remy R E M Y Casimir K A S S like Sam I Amazon Mary I R. That's how my family does that. Boom. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm loving Twitter these days. Um, also, real quick, episode is not over. Just follow her right now. Oh, Take a yeah. pause. okay, cool. Continue, continue with your plugs. I have a show every Sunday at the stand called Bacon Bits. It is a brunch show, which I've done. It is Mad great fun. Show. Amazing. Mad Erica fun. was amazing on it. She will Thank be you. amazing again. Um, oh, remember that time we had a fan come out for both of us at Dude. Bacon Bits? 
best Loved time. It. If you ever best come to time. a show yeah. of any comedian, just do a quick underway out. Like, hey, I, I came to see you. Yeah. That's, oh my God. Especially, oh, if I'm talking to a man, come stroke my yeah. ego, baby. <laughs> come oh. on. Let him know I'm a big deal. If you, if you come up to me after a show, I will smoke you out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll become friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good time. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Bacon Bits at the stand, 3 p.m. Sundays. Yes. Uh, and all my other comedy dates, RemyCasimir.com. Uh, all right. Keep talking. For sure. Follow, give Remy a follow. And throw this on your story. Let people know. This yes. is, dude. Especially let people know this episode, if you were too uncomfortable to talk to your friends about this, you, you, all you got to do is go, hey, I learned some shit. You yeah. might like this. Can mm-hmm. I ask you something? Go for it. Does the guy that you're hooking up with listen? Do you know? He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does. what I used to do in the beginning of How Come, <laughs> be- because I was uncomfortable saying things to Ben, I'd be like, hey, could you listen to like episode three for sound checks? <laughs> That's so and, like, funny. And like, if there's anything else in there mm-hmm. that you hear. Yeah. I um, know. <laughs> yeah and That's it's something amazing. of like i've lagged on giving some updates because when it first we were first dating and everything he was very into the podcast because it kind of coincidentally we started dating literally right okay you're dating right i'm before. sorry i said hooking up that was so rude no it's all right okay, okay. i mean hooking up's happening hello um, hey yo hey yo your girl's getting some uh, <laughs> i'm proud i'm excited uh but it kind of coincided with right before and i just gave like a vague update of like a date and he said something to me of like I'm a little, I don't know if right when we started having sex, basically, mm-hmm. he was like, I, I don't know if I want you saying too much, you know? Mm-hmm. And I basically was like, I'm not going to go on there. This is not us just being like, fuck this guy. No. Da-da, or like penis saw. It's like, it's, yeah. it's not that. It's, that's, it's not at all to attack men. It's like, I would only say things when I feel they're herpes specific problems mm-hmm. that I feel might help somebody mm-hmm. or just in general, like, you know, we went through this article and things come up. Yeah. But it was something of with him. I was like, Right now, it's like, of all the times you had sex, I was like, I'm going to give you the three things that are the only things I've, I've even thought about. Maybe I'll bring this up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I ran them all by him. He was like, oh, I don't care about any of that. Yeah. I was like, all right. And he just goes, I don't want to listen to it and just hear you say something that you didn't feel comfortable telling me. Oh, Which was very sweet and very nice. God. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was, so that's kind of why I'm a little lagged in updates. Yeah. Was I kind of run it by him a little bit first. Yeah. Like there's a specific sexual that's thing. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Because even me, I'm like, yeah, I don't want the fans to not like you yeah. I yeah. like you that's, yeah. it's like if you told your parents about a fight you had they're gonna right. not like that guy yeah. and by the time you resolved it and stuff they're still mad yeah. they're like no mm-hmm. no no it's fixed also I don't like this whole man Haiti shit where yeah, it's like you just shitting on them to shit on them because like well yeah. why, then why wouldn't they do the same thing to us Right. Yeah. Well, it's the same way when I don't like when it's just like, oh, white women. And I'm like, I mean, not all of us. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Damn, just, dude. <laughs> it's just, Some just of us don't me. even like coffee. Don't <laughs> Most of us. No. Um. But anyway, let's wrap up just the final thing of this article. The number five. Mm. Uh, decide if it's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Which um, I think this is the part of a lot of women, especially when you have a scenario like you had. Where you're yeah. like, Everything's great. Everything's great. And there's Sad. partly a patience period. Mm-hmm. Right. But at a certain point. I mean, I don't know if you felt like that was the main reason it didn't work out. Oh, uh, no. There were a lot of other reasons. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes the other reasons are easier. Yeah. Or like, yeah. even if this was a reason, I don't know if I would say this to a person. Mm-hmm. That's right. tough. That's. Yeah. I mean, at what point do you think either of you guys would like call it quits with someone if you just couldn't figure it out? Would you give it like an expiration date? I don't know. Because I, for a minute, was in that limbo of like there's this thing I want to happen or like I need foreplay and I finally like spoke we had a combo yeah. and it was kind of like I don't know what it was it was some number it was something that I just was like I can't play a game with this conversation yeah. and I do not know how to say this without hurting your feelings I'm yeah. gonna try to be as direct as I can mm-hmm. and like not and I was just like I the sex is good it's mm-hmm. not that's not good I like having sex with you and it just was like I do not come from 
just intercourse yeah mm-hmm. i was like and i just said i need foreplay and most women do right yeah but i was even like hey i'm not sitting here being like you gotta go down on me i understand that there's a little hesitation and herpes stuff like i get but i was like something's gotta get figured out yeah mm-hmm. so you gotta kind of let me know what you're open to um not that you need it but there are these things called laurels and they were developed by a woman who has herpes her name is melanie crystal she's awesome Ooh. and it is wearable underwear it's um almost like a latex a dental dam for men yeah no okay. for women no i mean um so i was thinking dental dam like you bring like you wear the dental dam you wear the underwear house. right so okay so you wear the underwear oh, but it's oh. for a man going yeah down yeah yeah so and it's not even or just a woman going down on a woman sorry or a woman going, going down, down on a woman or lady loving ladies but yeah for anybody who's like uh i don't know maybe like oh i'm having a little flare up or i'm i'm like not totally shaved and i'm self-conscious or i think i smell today like yeah yeah cool yeah. Little, little latex things. panties oh, okay. interesting yeah Sounds thin enough. Yeah. Especially, yeah. it sounds easier to stay put than like God. Have you ever seen? Stays like a totally female? put. No, but you ever seen like a female condom? I'm. You're just immediately no, like, how does that? Never like, how does that stay? You can even finger through them, basically. Huh? Or like, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That was a hot tip. I'm gonna see if I have a pair. I'll give um, you one. What about you? Do you feel like you would have an expiration date? But it's unique for you. Of like, uh, before Ben, you never even had an orgasm. Right. So, if anything, I'm kind of. I mean. I don't know. I feel I like nobody knows till they have good sex that they're suddenly like, oh, that all of that other sex I had right. wasn't good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've, the thing is, though, is even when I like, I feel like I've stayed in relationship, the, the other one, way too long. Mm. Like, I'll get to my breaking point. And I'll be like, ah, let's wait it out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe another year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so that's a problem. But I'm not going to do that anymore. And yeah, I I kind of really was frustrated with the lack of oral very recently and i was like you need whatever and now he's read halfway through this book and we are on a much better path yeah uh, and literally the other day we looked at each other and i go we're in love again <laughs> <laughs> well there is something true of uh the whole like difference between them making you come or you coming yourself like you're making yourself come mm-hmm. and they're just there that feeling is like it's a closeness to them yeah and it mm-hmm. makes you more into them yeah or like absolutely. It, or it's almost kind of like yeah, man, if you make me come, I'm going to fall in love. Like, now it's we're on love like, train. Yeah. Just now the fact that you're putting in the work makes yeah. me feel so good. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I know women that they don't come from oral, but they like it. Yeah. They're like, I, it's that same connection or just mm-hmm. it makes me feel good and, yeah. you know, keeps the attraction alive kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah. This basically says of this uh, component, it just says there are many components of to a healthy relationship. Sexual in- in- intimacy is just one of them. And you need to decide how good the sex needs to be for you to stay in the relationship. Yeah. So it's like, look, uh, it's kind of that. Um, uh, what was it? I feel like Amy Schumer said this in a movie. There's a her movie Trainwreck. There's this quote. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't marry best sex you ever had, guy. Oh right. There was oh, like this yeah. debate of all of them that they just were mm-hmm. like, no, dude, that's wild, crazy. Sex typically doesn't have his life together. Yeah. And is not offering you anything else but this crazy wild sex. And it's like, I think there's somewhat a truth to that. Yeah. Not saying you can't have crazy wild sex with your partner, but. I think Hannah Burner was saying something of like, that's also not the person usually who's like gonna respect you in a lot of ways. <laughs> of like, if they're just like, yeah. like throwing you around and right. like, they're not gonna like, like make love to you basically. You know? Yeah. But it's, uh, I feel like with any partner, there's kind of this balance of like sweet and aggressive yeah yeah, because there's nothing worse when you're like dude i want to i want to fuck yeah and they're doing some love shit and you're like 
not today not today not today man (laughs) (laughs) some but then there's the other time if like if they're being more like you know almost like jack henry or like more aggressive and you're like no i need a little uh, i need a little care i need a little kiss my neck yeah, cause my yeah. neck. I mean, always kiss the neck. That's that's my new oh, hot joke. Said, is, uh, cause my neck. Oh, I no, need, no. I need a little care. Cause my, you know, my neck. <laughs> you know. And the scoliosis. I just need a little Ooh. extra care. Um, I don't have yeah. to go to my show, so we can go and. Uh, oh shit! Did it yeah. get canceled? Yeah, they said the crowd's light and oh. not to rush, and they'll move into right, another Doug. week. I mean, damn, we're already at over an hour. This okay, is, great. No, no, but I mean, we'll wrap this up a few things, but uh. I mean, the big thing is, I kind of feel like this is almost like the question of if you're to marry someone and you go, how many kids do you want? Do First, do you want kids? And then it's like, mm. how many? And mm. they might be like, I want a big family. I want, it might even be like, they want three. And you're like, not one. Yeah. And it's like, that's often a deal breaker. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's the thing I asked here is kind of like, hey, that's a question to pose. It's just like, hey, to you, what's, you know, enough sex? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. what is the amount of sex you want to be having? I know a married couple that I weirdly, not weirdly, know that their thing is they go once a week. Like mm-hmm. we gotta have intimacy yeah. time once a week because mm-hmm. if we don't do stuff starts getting they start getting irritated with each other we don't feel that closeness mm-hmm. we don't feel that love and so i think it's i think that's a great question to kind of be like hey for you what you know are you sitting there once a week not enough yeah are you someone that's like <sighs> i know a couple who put those rules in place in college which at first i thought that was like super young to mm-hmm. be like having Feels to carve crazy. out time but like they were both athletes both like taking like a ton of credits like just busy all the time and like Mm. like had a bunch of roommates it was like okay like this day we have to have sex like Mm -hmm. every week or like spend time together and i mean they're already married like doing well well, well, i mean and they're already married so (laughs) they got something right it's like i once saw this card that i was like was not in a relationship at the time, but part of me went, man, that card is going to be so my relationship. If it was like uh, an anniversary card and it was like, you open it, it's like, by the way, can we fuck before we go to dinner? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> there was something of like, so good. yo, I'm trying to like really eat at this dinner though. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to feel bloated and fat after. So let's work yes, up an appetite. thing before. <laughs> like, I was like, that's, that's like such a fun mix up the, you know, order. Yeah. Maybe that is your order and you do it the opposite. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Oh I my like god! It. One of the most upsetting nights with my ex. We went to all. We hadn't seen each other in like two weeks because he was away. Yeah. He was gonna come back. I had this big fantasy of going to Olive Garden. I'd never <laughs> been. Big city girl. I'd never been to Olive Garden, and he was like, "We're going to Olive Garden. It's gonna be great." And then afterwards, we're gonna fuck because we haven't fucked in two weeks. And then we had unlimited breadsticks. No. And Ooh. bad stomach aches, and we did not fuck. Oh, but those breadsticks are pretty good though they were pretty good you're yeah. like they were good in the moment but you know yeah. what sucked is the the special doesn't apply to new york so we spent like a hundred dollars on the olive garden hundred dollars yeah. on just like refills yeah. breadsticks baby yeah. yeah and then got sick yeah oh i'd be furious no yeah, you can't be that furious if you get sick from a like what is it like 15.99 special no, of the soup yeah. and breadsticks yeah what, like, i feel like it's probably nah, five dollars like, yeah. i did this myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like well that's why the five dollars dog they're gonna make you yeah. sick oh that's so funny um yeah i guess the final thing of this article is just there's no right or wrong decision if you want to work on your sex life, that's doable. If you can accept not having over-the-top chemistry, that's it's all up to you. And basically, if you want to... But the biggest thing is says, if you want to end the relationship because of lack of sexual chemistry, that is a valid reason to do so. It and is. And I think a lot of women it is. feel that thing. You're like, but everything's so great. Or I've never had a guy treat me this well. Or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Or I mean, I mean, same. Men might be the same way where it's yeah. like, ah, just the sex isn't good. or yeah. the, But it's kind of replaying. No, there's a huge... Like, we've had a lot of conversations about how people are like, why isn't a slow sex life a valid reason to leave 
or not fulfilling sex life. Yeah, I think so. But why? I think ha- it is now more than ever because women yes. are working and making their own exactly. money. Exactly. And it's mm-hmm. like I'm, exactly. It almost is like the most. <laughs> this is gonna be fucked up. But I had this thought the other day. It's almost like yo. Almost the most feminist thing you can say is like I don't need you to provide for me financially. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. you to. I need you to fuck me. Yeah. yeah that's like this what else do we need big, men for <laughs> like it sounds rude but it's kind of this thing a little bit you're like i need you to love me and support me emotionally and then it's like and then also physically see yeah. the, like this is why we're here and together and connecting there's, yeah you know there's something of especially if you have male friends like we do in comedy yeah it's like i can get dinner with this male friend platonically yeah. Yeah. and have mm-hmm. company and someone to talk to and like just if there's no physicalness happening you're like now we just feel like we're friends sure yeah. i will say the flip though is I feel like since I used to really need men for sex, like, and to like get like some kind of frustration out, now that I can do it for myself, I'm like, I don't need you for sex. I want you. I want you for sex. And I love you. Yeah. That kind of makes it better. Yeah. I'm not afraid to break up with him anymore. Like, I'm afraid to lose him in my life as like a whatever. But like, I used to be like, oh no, alone again. I'm like, cool. I'm going to be calling myself a nasty bitch. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to. I'll get a mirror. I don't need nobody. Yeah, I'm getting real horny. I'm gonna use three machines at once. One stuck to the wall in the shower. Two in the front. It's gonna be a great time. Oh damn! But yeah, I don't need you anymore. I just want yeah. you, and I hope that makes you feel better. Than I know being that's great. needed. Yeah, don't need you. So uh, to wrap up, so real quick. We always have a kind of couple of questions we like to ask our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one is obviously we talk a lot about STIs slash STDs, whatever yep. you want to call them. I'm not offended either way because uh, of me having herpes. And Molly had a stint with chlamydia, as a lot of people have both. Good times. Uh, have you ever had a run-in? Or sorry, have you ever had a... <laughs> a run-in with the law? <laughs> well, first of all, actually, I want to know. Have you ever had a partner disclose to you that they had an STD? I, and how'd you no. handle that situation? No. Can I ask you this? Do, do Would you typically ask your partners before you had sex, hey, have you ever had an STI? Do you currently have an STI? No. See, I would do that, and I ended up with herpes. See, I was like, but this is some bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. wild to me. Mainly because I kind of knew the legality of if someone gave you herpes. <laughs> so I was like, I could sue you. Anyway. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> did you sue the person? I did not. <laughs> Good. I did not because I just, it wasn't. I wish you did. No. Um, but um, I knew I could, and I liked that. Yeah, I liked, I liked I like, that power. Good. <laughs> um, I got... HPV mm. from the per- first person I ever had sex with. Oh wow! Damn. Um, and yeah, I was very annoyed by that because I had I had not I was like a late having sexer for my school and my class and my friends or whatever. I was like the last one, and so I just got everybody else's HPV. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I really dislike having it. Um, you hmm. have to get a colposcopy every so often. Do you know really? what that is? No, is that no. like where they scrape your uterus wall or something? They do a fucking hole punch of your cervix. What? Yeah. So HPV, oh. I've actually, actually I Is that worse a, than getting an IUD in? Can I ask that? For to comparison um, uh, feeling th- for the, the IUD was horrible as well. Uh. Um, but yeah, no, the colposcopy is only like a day of pain. The IUD was like a month of pain and bleeding. <sighs> Ooh, I, mean, I, I feel like diaper. that varies because you have an IUD. Yeah, I think it's different for everyone. Do you have copper or no? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, no. I have copper. Yeah, no, I've heard that about the copper. Yeah, yeah, the copper one I heard was bad. Also for like, just like anxiety and your hormones going crazy. So mm. I was like, 
I feel like. Really? Yeah. I thought mine mm. was the hormone less one. It is. It's the hormone free. Yeah. What I, my doctor told me that whatever, I think it was the copper, it was going to be like really bad for my anxiety. And so I was like, oh, I'm not going to put the gamble Maybe with that. Maybe you needed more hormones. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be. Yeah. I feel that way being on the pill. I'm like, man, I definitely, I like never cry in a little bit. I cry a little more. Hmm. Oh, like it makes you a little slightly but it was because i changed i never felt that way in the old one but like mm. the one i'm currently on i'm like i gotta go to my doctor and so i'm like i feel a little yeah more irritated and i think it made me gain weight which the other one never did it's, you just like, have Bull. to find the one for you just yeah, like sex sure. toys or whatever like we and are partners all, every woman is a snowflake every <laughs> yeah. person is a snowflake yeah we're all built differently and we all like different stuff and it's a-okay whatever works for you yeah um antidepressants at all uh <laughs> <laughs> little cocktail um <laughs> But yeah, so I got HPV uh, and yeah, whenever I get a pap smear and if it comes back irregular, uh, I have to get a colposcopy Um, Mm. and then they get to tell me whether I have cervical cancer or not um, and I have to wait for that. And uh, I have a, a live episode we did about herpes and we mostly ended up talking about HPV, yeah, because herpes is like okay, yeah, you not you harmful flare up and yeah. if you do, and I haven't. Yeah, like, sometimes yeah. you don't. You keep mm. it in check, whatever. Um, we were talking about how it's basically just like a skin condition. Yeah, that's and what it is. it's like adult acne. Yeah, <laughs> we called it um, downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with HPV, it's like okay, cool. Every year, I have to get tested to make sure that i'm i don't potentially have cancer right which is more frightening which is really scary and i yeah and i really don't like having it um but also it's totally manageable um you just have to do your your routine checks and stuff but that that fucking week of waiting or whatever however long it is it feels like such a a long time um and i've also had chlamydia have you ever had uh well i mean that's a lot of people. Yeah. And the chlamydia story is really annoying because I had just broken up with my uh, my ex, my one other boyfriend, long term, um, went out, hooked up with this kid who was younger than me, who I'd gone to high school with. Uh, and then I guess he found out first or something mm-hmm. um, and then accused me of giving it to him. Oh, God. Oh. Which and I was like, one fuck you. Yeah. Don't ever tell somebody you have an STD and they have an STD while accusing them. Like he literally was like, "Hey, you gave me chlamydia and you need to go get tested or whatever." Or like you should. Yeah, I didn't even do yeah. that with the herpes. I was just like, "I have herpes." Right. Uh, when's the last time you got tested? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just was a thing that's like, I don't know, because he was like, "Are you sure you got it from me?" And I'm like. Well, well, the only one way to find out is you get tested. But I yeah. was kind of like, I haven't had another partner in yeah. last year. So most likely it is you. But I didn't come out there being like, it for sure is you. Right, right, like right. It was right. just yeah. like, you never know because that shit can stay dormant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that I was like, fuck you. I was like, I've only fucked my boyfriend. Right. Mm. Yeah. And so you basically were like, don't call me a whore. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. Yeah. Yeah. But not, if I'm my boyfriend, then you. I got chlamydia. Not even I'm a whore. <laughs> Like that, I would do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you if I knowingly had chlamydia. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I wouldn't do that. Or if I found out before you found out, yeah, I would be calling you, being like, "Hey, 
go get tested. Yeah. Right. You know, or you have oh, symptoms. Or he was something. so hot though. So it was worth it. Yay. Um, <laughs> pretty people get away with more. Uh, say this. They do. We've, that's a, that's a theory of the pod. Yeah. yeah. That's one of our 10 commandments. <laughs> he has diabetes, which I always thought was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Cute like a diabetic. Yeah. yeah, you know, like Nick Jonas. Like they're just like cute, cute diabetics. Cute diabetics. <laughs> yeah, they make you feel needed. You're like, buddy, I'll I'll put your sugar in my purse. Yeah, <laughs> you go into you go into shock. I'll get you some pixie sticks. <laughs> oh, I love pixie sticks. All right, well, we do have to wrap this up. Unfortunately, this has been an amazing episode. I'm. I mean, I might be preemptively it. saying this, but I feel like we're gonna have Remy back on. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. sure. I feel I like this gonna go nuts. I, I loved it. Love, yeah. I mean, we've been researching for months all this shit, and I learned yeah. so much today. Oh my god, so I'm so fun. glad. Uh, <laughs> so thank you, first of all, so much for coming on. And uh, I guess is there any last remarks? Yes. Any uh, go tos you want to throw out there to I the, have the people? I have a go to uh, for anybody who uh, hasn't come. Uh, really work on it yourself. You got to don't expect somebody else to do it for you. Your orgasm is your responsibility mm. first. So then you can teach the other person. Uh, don't be like me and yell at a person, my ex-boyfriend and be like, uh, you won't make me come. That's not fair. It's like handing somebody a nine sided Rubik's cube and being like, <laughs> hey, no one's ever figured this out. Go for it. Also, you're naked. <laughs> <laughs> like oh damn i love that right so it's good. rude so figure out the cube tell them the algorithm yeah and have fun with your fucking cube yeah man get down with your bad self <laughs> you slut no i'm just sorry <laughs> call yourself a slut if you want no judgments here yeah no judgments here uh so real quick again give your handle at remy casimir it's in the it's in the description instagram twitter uh, RemyCasimir.com for uh, show dates, bacon bits every Sunday yeah. at the stand, 3 like p.m. Brunch and a show? Remy mm-hmm. Show. Great show. Do mm-hmm. it. Done it. Good you can time. get so drunk. Dude, it has so a great lineup too. So even if you don't drink, I love it's the like. stand drinks. Oh, yes. Or your friends want to do brunch, you're tired of listening to their problems. Yes. Go hear a bunch of comedians' problems. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you're having a lull with your boyfriend? Bring him to brunch. Have yeah, other man. people make inside jokes for you guys. Yo, don't you also like, <gasps> give away sex toys and stuff sometimes? I do. Ooh, come yeah. on this reason enough to go alone yeah. yeah come on go get yourself a free toy huh yeah. <laughs> and then ask remy how to use it yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go get another toy yeah <laughs> i'm just in the crowd like remy Ooh. looking at you for that raffle later <laughs> um anyway and uh i was always the podcast at shoes got shoot pod on instagram send us in uh suggestions things you want us to go over we've been getting some people emailing in like hey i i found this article it really helped me mm-hmm. go through a breakup or whatever it is uh email us your stuff we love it and also submit like tweets and stuff you want us to share on the instagram we yeah, love yeah, it yeah. we'll share whatever you want come on get involved and uh i'm at sparica i'm at the guacamole and remy what's up uh and if you want to listen to how come it is how c-u-m spelled like come true um and on instagram and twitter it's how come podcast and that other you know my redheaded stepchild of the other podcast is we, we really love island if you like reality tv come join us we really love island yeah. and uh both links are also in the description if you uh just scroll down you could click it right from spotify and uh i, t- I mean apple Podcasts. it's right in the description go check out remy's pod is there specifically an episode of how come you would tell people to go to first uh season one episodes one through six one through six that's the journey that was the true journey yeah. all right love yeah. it keep shooting your shot keep going after and uh we'll see you next week guys bye bye, bye guys <laughs>